Dude, did you steal my cookie? Dude, I didn't steal your cookie. I had this all along. I Me see ever your again. face with, with chocolate and man. No, listen here. This is my cookies. I don't want to ever you say that to me. Say that This son of a saw you stealing my cookies. No, you're a son of a You stole my cookies. You know what? You smell like a Danish At least I don't drink liquid cheese. Oh, I drink everyday liquid cheese, you You're this You face. What do you mean? Face, you're the one looking like a cookie monster. Cookie monster, you. Well, I'm not a mother. I don't do that. That's you, Jack. That is in the air. Next Shut week on World of Warcraft. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth episode of the Auction House podcast. Zen, how are you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. I mean, it's a new month. It's a, it's a new day. It's a new life. Uh, wait, that's song. That's a song. That's a song, man. That's <laughs> yeah, something different. I but I mean, it's, it's still, it still works. still works. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're excited for this episode? I'm excited for this episode, honestly. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. This episode, we're going to talk about the auction house uh, add-on trade skill master and we got a little bit of a special touch on it uh, because we have uh, the support manager of trade skill master Gondorf later on in the show so we're going to talk about some of the uh, current stuff in TSM but also about maybe some 4.11 things who knows gonna be exciting stuff it's gonna be exciting stuff for sure we always start with the token price and finally something happened Something happens. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, it's it's good because we we we've been talking about this for uh, for a, a couple of weeks now uh, for for multiple of the podcasts. Um, we we've said that you know the closer that we get to BlizzCon, we we could probably see some increases in the tokens, and that is what we saw. Because <clears throat> here, uh, introduced a couple, like what what is it? A week ago now? Uh, four days ago. Four 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 five. Yeah, four days yeah. ago. Um, the BlizzCon Celebration Collection Bundle uh, was posted on sale in the shop. Yep. And in there, or especially for WoW, uh, you can get like a Moon Touch Netherwell uh, pets. Uh, another mount. It's like a bear with icicles on it. It's pretty cool. And then uh, that's that's like the major deals of that celebration package for, for WoW. Now that I see it, by the way, it's a bear with blizzards yeah. on him. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, they have three types uh, of packs you can buy. You have the normal one, the heroic one, and the epic one. Um, they go from twenty dollars to sixty dollars. I think yeah. it's the same in euros. Huh? Yes. Something happened when they announced this, and that's what ha what happened was is the prices went up. In uh, on the Europe uh, EU price, the price went up from uh, let me check from uh, sixty one hundred sixty three. K to a maximum of 186k. Yeah. So on on the American one as well, on the US, uh, we also had an increase. It was it was pr pretty pretty intense actually because it went all the way from you know being down to close to one one ten to all the way up to one thirty, one hundred thirty thousand. Which huge. is that I mean that's a huge increase uh, for for the NA wild token yeah. the US token for sure. 
But both markets are now stabilizing again. We see that the US is stabilizing faster than the EU one. Yeah. But but something that is uh, that is good to showcase is it's stabilizing at a little bit of a higher price. Yeah. It is a little bit higher than it used to be before. Yes. Uh so so it's it's it seems to be that it's going to be expensive for or a little little more pricey than it usually is. Um and obviously depending on what we see going towards BlizzCon, who knows what happens. Yeah, that's a two two more weeks. Uh yeah. we have the BlizzCon. It's all a big giant question on what's gonna happen. If there's like a uh, announcement of a pre-sale or uh, it could be on the same day that happened that happened before. Yes, the price will yeah, the price will go up again. Um, how much? It's it's all a big question for impossible us. Impossible to so, say. Impossible, yeah, impossible to say. To say. Um, but it, it um, if if you are considering right now, if you're holding out, um, if you only need like one token, probably don't wait too long with buying yep. your token uh it might be a good idea if you need if you need game time in the middle of blizzcon it might be a good idea to get it before blizzcon indeed yeah something else is happening at the moment in the markets um and that is the legion herbs are going up at the moment in price and the reason why it's happening at the moment is that uh, normally you can go or you can go to the ink trader and use the umbral inks to trade in for other older content inks and pigments. But the umbral ink is at the moment at such a high price on most servers, it's not uh, it's not interesting at the moment to use the ink trader for that. So what's happening now? People are start buying for the rosite pigments and the sallow pigments. They start buying the legion herbs from and that. And what happens is that the Legion prices are going up in value. So if you're on a server and you don't see a lot of movement at the moment for the Legion herbs, I would recommend to check them out, maybe buy a couple of them, invest in them and repost them straight away because it's an interesting market for the glyph market and you cannot get it cheaper at the moment. I think. No, and there's, I mean, obviously from what one part is, is uh, the ink trader, but it's also... Uh, the landscape is very different when it comes to people farming these things. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's a lot of factors that, that that actually go into this, right? And we're also it's also an expansion we're getting further and further away from. Yes. Uh, because we obviously this is you know two expansions ago now. <laughs> and we and we already seeing this happening with the laystone at the moment. It's oh, a different yeah. story, but we see an increase in price of the laystone for the outhammers, gun shoes. Huh? It's also very important to to realize. Uh, uh, that's that's some of these things that are are, are like these herbs and also the lace one are somebody some of the things that they are used for <clears throat> are going to be used for the whole expansion right yes there's potentially going to be very high periods of demand for it as well continuing with patches so it's uh it's a good idea now to to at least consider it yeah and check out if you can flip them or maybe mill them yourself yeah, it depends on the price on the, on your market. So check that out. Uh, you can check also a whole blog about it on my website uh, www.goldtipper.com. I have a little page with even a TSM import string on it, so you can import straight away all the uh, items for it and get to a business straight away. Yeah. So something that's also currently going on is the Luna Festival, and if you guys haven't been. Uh, introduced or haven't done any of that content for the Luna Festival before, 
it's it's about a, a coin of ancestry, right? That is the uh, currency that is used for all these holiday-specific items that you can get. There's obviously some things that are just for your account, but we're going to focus on specifically the main things that you have some potential of on making gold on. And in this case, it's uh, the, the pattern schematics and the pets. So for pets, there's a lunar lantern and there's the festival lantern. Uh, those are the two pets. And then schematics and patterns, there's festival dress, festival suit. Alliance Fireworks, Schematic Horde Firework, and Schematic Snake Firework. These are all very important to take notice of. And not necessarily to take it now, you know, you, you farm all these things and sell it now. It's probably going to be at its lowest price uh, during the events. But these are things that you can long-term invest into. So later on in the year when the event is not active, there's still going to be people that, that want these things. So that's where you're potentially going to be able to make some gold, right? Yeah. And like for the fest the festival lantern and the lunar lantern, you don't need to buy them from the vendor. You can also check them out on the auction house and see yeah. if anybody's posting them cheap. Give it a couple of days because the more they get posted, the cheaper they will get. Exactly. And this whole lunar uh, event uh, will be on till the 19th of February. Um, if you're going to farm for them, you do need 50 coins. And I'm going to tell you, so far, it's not easy to get them. No. But if you have the time and you like them to get them, then uh, get yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, if you enjoy doing the the coins, absolutely, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, if you're going for any of the things that are account bound or you know, uh, yeah. bind them, pick up or whatever, it's it's a good idea. But also, just you know, stocking the auction house with some potentially really good deals right now is 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 the time for it for sure. Yeah. So far, the festival uh, lantern is going around for. 20k region price on the eu so oh yeah, yeah that's that that can be a nice one if you can get them below like 15k or even lower than that yeah buy. as low as possible yeah and don't try to sell them straight away keep them in your uh, bank or bag or uh, use them or whatsoever maybe level them uh, but try to sell them after two three months yeah after a while when people forgot about it and you know they're like oh i want that you know and but i have to wait until next year until the it's here again yep. um so that's yeah something else love is in the air is coming soon uh that when the world start love is in the air <laughs> la, 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 la. so this monday uh love is in the air is gonna start it's uh the valentine uh, uh event and there are a couple of nice things uh, we can get um i think the main thing we should look at is the uh, lovebird mount and um i could say Look as well for the pet, but the pet is already very easy to get. Like the yeah. peddler's feet, uh, is also pretty easy to get. Um, a lot of the things are are very easy to get when it comes to lovers in the air. Yeah, it's an uh, it, it's an event that that it has its periods. Um, and what I mean with that is the lovebird. That's the thing you want to focus on. Yeah. And also with yeah, what you said, just like with the lunar. Invest in them, buy them cheap, or maybe if you want to farm them, whatsoever. But don't sell them on the same in the same period. No, try to wait at le I think at least like six months, depending on your server. Just wait, wait for the price to go up. You can also check like old pri pricing data on something like the Undermine Journal. You can see how it's been moving in the past. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the lands landscape changes all the time with how popular the game is and how many people are playing. But no matter what. Uh, it's it's going to go up in price once the once the actual event goes away, but it's going to take a little bit because stock needs to run out. People need to get rid of the things that they want to sell quickly. 
and uh, and, and and that's always always something you have to consider. So 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 if you want to farm them yourself, that's obviously an opportunity. You can definitely go out there and farm the swift lovebirds your, uh, yourself. But uh, looking for potentially good deals in the auction house is always a good option. Yeah, something that's also um, Im- important as uh, a gold making perspective is that last week seven days ago six seven days ago uh torgas was the torgas layers on Lux now are account wide which means that something that we've been able to see is that people are going into providing base legendary items for their alts right because you can quickly get through the content that is in torgas you don't have to go through the whole grind again on on another character which means more people are are okay with 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 that part. So everything that goes into the base legendaries, uh, like uh, all the crafting materials, the missives, the materials needed for the best base legendaries, are all things that are are seeing an increase. Yeah, what well, I mean, obviously one of the things I don't know if you want to talk about that, Jack, with uh, with the missives. Yeah. So what I've noticed on a couple of my servers I'm playing on, and also checked on the Undermine Journal website. Um, the region value went a bit up, but also the quantities went up. And what happened was people were like uh, getting their alts ready for legendaries. And what happened was the demand just risen up and people were buying more, prices went up. You saw soft resets in the in the missives. It was a pretty interesting moment. On some realms, the price are still up. Uh, check it. Before, if, before you're going to craft it or flip it, if you can get any profit out of it. Uh, but I would definitely check it out, that market at the moment, if you're not focused on it. It's definitely important to to follow some of these markets when changes like that are made because it changes the the overall picture of how, how the markets work. But these are obviously, the, these are very competition-heavy markets. And obviously, depending on your server, it it might not have moved too much. It might not have made too much of a difference. Uh, because of how how large uh, the the overall supply for all these things are, um, but it's definitely something to to take note of when hot fixes hot fixes like this happen, to check out the markets that it impacts, because there's always probably some potential gold that you can make. Yeah, and actually you don't have to check out just only the missives. You can also check out the materials that are used to make the missives, like the yeah. ink. Oh yeah, everything revolving around it. Yeah, everything. And with yeah. the insect comes the herbs again. Yeah. Uh, I did see also a huge increase in herbs uh, at the moment. And I'm checking out the marrow wood again. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the marrow wood price at the moment has risen a bit on a lot of servers. That's why you see the region price going up. Um, check that out. See what's ha- happening on the market. And maybe you want to buy some. Maybe you want to wait and check out. Maybe the people that are on the cutting like, in prices. Yeah. The thing, the thing about markets like this, uh, when it comes to uh, high velocity markets, is what we call them for current content. Is um, something we all obviously also talked about last week in 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 last week's episode of the podcast. Is uh, when it comes to items like this, like this, we also have the issue of issues of bots farming them, um, and we we kind of get to a stabilized point where we have uh, a price point of what a potential value is, but the supply is always peaking and, 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 and punching to it. Right. So the more, the more supply there is, you would imagine that the price is going to go down. Yes. Um, 
but it's it's an ever ever changing thing especially in these uh, in these high velocity markets because people buy huge stacks of these items and then use huge stacks and they post huge huge stacks so the price moving on these it it, it still happens but it's gone to a more stabilized point uh so it's easier to follow the data of of the prices on these things it's not as crazy anymore anything else you were uh, you want to talk about uh for me specifically uh i have uh obviously been transmit farming a whole lot but that's on the side something that i have been focusing a lot on right now is actually shuffling and oh. uh shuffling it's majority of the time vendor shuffling i buy materials off the auction house i turn it into something else like i craft it into something else with uh professions and then i sell it to a vendor can you um, say what kind of uh, what kind of materials you buy? So currently, for me, uh, the materials that I buy is <clears throat> desolate leather. It's pallet bones, and then tides for linen. Okay. <clears throat> and those materials are are used for obviously different items that you vendor. Um, but it's the the amounts the amounts of those materials that are currently being posted on the auction house it's always going super insane and with demand on certain items uh, in current content especially with desolate leather and pallet bones slowing down the supply is still going to come because people are 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 focusing hard on the uh, higher qualities of leather mm-hmm so they the, most people don't care about it so they just post it on the auction house get it over with so yeah, they they just want to get rid of it as yeah, soon as possible. They just want to get rid of it. So you, you can capitalize on this and you can see sometimes you can grab very big stacks of super, super cheap mats that you can turn into something in your profession through okay. uh, shuffling. Um, and 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 there there's a lot of gold to be made in shuffling. Absolutely. Uh, the gold per hour is, I wouldn't say it's the, the absolute most highest thing ever. And uh, I... I want to say if you have a lot of AFK time or if you have a second account that you can current, like actively run all the time, it's definitely worth it to do. Um, but if, if that isn't the case, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. It's, I will say, though, it's a very, very safe way of, of making gold. It's guaranteed gold. You know exactly how much That's... you're going to make. Uh, the moment that you buy it, uh, you do the math and you know how much gold per hour you're going to make because yeah. of how fast you can craft it. So it's a very safe way of making gold. So if, I mean... If that's your style, that's uh, something you can totally do. And there's a lot of spreadsheets. There's a lot of video guides out there from people that have made shuffling videos and shuffling spreadsheets. Yeah, there's enough uh, enough information about it. Do keep in mind that it is limited. Yes. So yes. how much time you spend, how how cheap you can get it, uh, yeah. maybe how many accounts you're going to use, Yeah, it, it has its limit. If you do it on your main account, obviously the the amount you do, it's it, it doesn't matter too much. But if you're thinking about, oh, I want to open a second account for for shuffling, the amounts of materials that you need to make that a thing is is very insane. Because you you currently, if we take just an, as an example, if we talk about uh, desert leather and pallet bones, usually the average amount of gold per hour that you're going to get from a a vendor shuffle like that is around is around 10k an hour which means that if you want enough for a token you'd have to do 16 17 hours of shuffling right right it's a lot so the amount of materials that you need to go through i mean it's it's a lot because you can do 
currently, because there's no faster way of crafting, there's no enchant or anything, so you can do 1,800 crafts in an hour. That's the maximum amounts. That's not counting handling, you know, moving materials around, sending it back and forth. But if we just take it from that standpoint, uh, you are using, uh, I mean, at least 10, 11, 12,000 materials of desolate leather. And if you're doing... Uh, one of the two items in leatherworking for this leather and pallet bones, and you're using two materials, which means you need double. But if you're just doing one, but you only use desolate leather, you run into the case of needing 170, 100, I mean, 170 to 190,000 desolate leather. That's, I mean, that's a lot of materials. It's definitely feasible, but just make sure before, if you consider, if you're considering open a second account, just make sure that the supply on your server is large enough or you have enough time to sit there and stock the auction house to be able to buy enough materials to make it worth it. By the way, talking about accounts, when you're now listening on Spotify, hit that follow button. Yeah, absolutely. If you, I mean, take a break right now. You guys may, maybe didn't think about it. I mean, even if you're listening on YouTube right now, right? You can scroll hit down. Hit that like you can, button. Hey, you can hit, hit that like button. You can type in a little comment, say, hey, Hey, Jack and Sand, you sound you sound absolutely amazing. I love you guys. Yeah. Next week, we have Hikons uh, on the show. Uh, Hikons is known for a huge gold maker in, uh, in the gold maker community. Yes. He plays on the US. Has over 440 million gold liquids. It's absolutely insane. It's insane. Uh, yeah. Just calculate how many tokens you can buy from it or calculate how much money it is. Uh, if you translate it into tokens, it's ridiculous. And this guy uh, flips on multiple servers, like 40 plus at least that I know. Oh, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about, of course, flipping and flipping on multiple servers. And of course, what's going to happen on BlizzCon, because that will be in two weeks. Pretty much, yeah. So if you have any questions, comment on the video go to twitter and comment there and what's the twitter address the ah underscore podcast yes indeed you can put in there your message or you can go to my website www.golddipper.com and you can fill in the, the form of the latest episode with your question or maybe if you have a suggestion whatever it is i'm sure it's gonna be great we're gonna go to the main topic now and of course that's this trade skill master add-on Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a can of worms if I've ever seen one. Indeed. Wait, worms? I don't know about worms. No. Why, why can't it be worms? Um, I don't like worms. Why don't you like worms? Jack, what if it's gummy worms? Gumdrops worms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, that was, I, 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 I didn't even think about it. You know, gummy worms, gum drops worms. That's that's the thing. It almost that's the works. Thing. I mean, it's actually pretty close. But do you know what I do like? What do you like? I like to be coached TSM and gold making, and you can do that by signing up on the www.golddipper.com website. Click on the menu on guides, and you will see the topic coaching for trade skill master and gold making. Sign up, and I will contact you, and you get training. By the way, how are your videos doing? Actually, they're pretty. They're doing pretty well. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty happy with uh, how my my YouTube is going right now. Uh, I'm not 
I, I want to do more always, but uh, time is off the essence. It's always, you know, you gotta, you gotta make time for, for absolutely everything. Uh, but I am enjoying it. It's the, the, the latest episode of the one copper to 1 million gold series that got posted yeah. uh, here a couple of days ago. And we put in the links as well in the yes. description of the YouTube video. So open up the description and you can see all the links uh, for what we talk about. Yeah, it's very exciting. Okay, so what's your history with Trade School Master add-on? So for me, uh, I use it. I, I will say currently I, I'm using it in a... What do you say? It's it's. Not, I'm using the basic things of TSM, right? I'm 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 very. I, I don't I don't use it to its full. I don't use it to its full extent. You mean like the tooltips? I use the tooltips. I use uh, buying and selling data. I use the ledger to to look at historical data from what I've been buying and selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use uh, posting operations to a very small amounts, and um, but but the tooltips are an absolutely huge help, but. But but I don't use it to its full extent. I I don't. But uh, when it comes to the history of of me with with TSM, is it 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 was always something on the horizon that I knew I should get into at some point. <laughs> it took me a very. I mean, I made I made I I, I made my uh, first five million gold without TSM, right? So so it's not like saying you need TSM to be able to make gold, but it's a very 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 big help most of the time. I started really making gold when I started using Tradescope Master Add-on, like it intended to be used. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason for that is that I never recorded what I was buying, what I was selling, and that made a huge impact for me uh, when I started gold making. I started in vanilla, and we didn't have something like that, yeah. uh, but I did some flipping, and it was like not big numbers. But my uh, first experience with uh, Tradescope Master add-on was during Legion, early Legion. And I bumped to uh, some guy uh, called Gumdrops. And uh, I hit. I, I already knew about Tradescope Master add-on, but I wasn't like really interested in it because it was so complex. Uh, but Gumdrops really showed me how to use it to the, uh, to the max, to the most efficient point you can use it. And that really changed. And just to give people an idea, uh, Tradescope Master, you cannot learn it in a day. Well, it took me three months to understand it for 50%. I mean, absolutely. The hardest part of TSM is the strings, right? The TSM string, crafting strings on your yeah. own is very, very tough, right? Understanding what, like understanding where you need to put things, like where you need to create things and looking at the data and using it to your advantage that's very basic level entry stuff that you can do for tsm but when you when you get into the thick of it i mean yeah it's it's a lot it's like riding a bike the first time you're on a bike most people were with their mother or father on a bike and you as a kid didn't notice you were on a bike well you know you were on a bike but you weren't like focused on oh i'm on a bike Remember the first time you you learned to ride a bike, you were very focused on learning how to yeah. ride a bike. And eh? you fell down and you were crying and your mommy and your daddy and whatsoever. And at some point then you come to the you come to a point that you're riding a bike, but actually not even noticing you're riding a bike. Like you're not focusing, all right, you're just going. And you're I think going. that's the same concept with Trace yeah, Commas. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm making strings now. Not as, as complex as Billis Onexia, of course, 
but um, I'm making strings that work for me. I understand how, what string, what source, what combination, what function I need to use to make it work for my Trashco master profile. Yeah, Billis is probably, you know, he, he's that guy on a bike that writes without his hands. You know, hand, he doesn't have his hand on Bellis the handlebars. He's a guy he that rides on a bike, that rides on a bike, and that rides on top of another bike. Yeah, without 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 the handlebars, yeah. Yeah. With, but, a, with a blindfold he, on. In his hand, the bell. <laughs> so he needs, he needs a steering wheel, at least. Yeah. What I think is very important for a lot of people to 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 think about when they get into TSM is they don't have no, to do it the not. same way that other people are, right? Just do do what you're happy with, do what what, what you feel comfortable with getting into, yeah. and just take it at your own speed. Like you don't need to learn it in 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 two days, right? It can it can take it can take a long time. It can take a you know, and if you do learn it quick, I mean, more po power to you. It's just it's uh it, it it's yeah. about taking it at your own pace, right? And uh, you can absolutely uh, do well. And there's so much, uh, without, there's so much information yeah. on so the internet, on YouTube, on how to use it. Like oh, yeah. from Hazelnut the, uh, till Samadan. Um, uh, yeah. The I will say, I mean, if you're, if you're re really wanting to get into TSM, basic entry-level stuff and also getting into more complicated stuff, uh, Samadan does a very, very good job of articulating it very well. You know, and also he had to learn it at some point. And oh, yeah, yeah. He, trust me, even Samadan is still learning in Tracycle yeah, yeah. Master. No, you never get done learning, you never get done learning. And uh, like Gondorf always says, a Tracycle Master profile is never finished, yeah, because things are ever changing, yeah, it just keeps changing, and you need to adjust to it. Sometimes you need to adjust it more than the other time. Uh, it depends on what kind of server you are, what kind of gold maker you are, your time you can spend, yeah. uh, what kind of market you're in. That all depends on how your profile is going to be and how it's going to keep changing. Which is also why a majority of the time, uh, if, if if you're somebody that has asked somebody, uh, oh, can I get your uh, TSM strings? Can I get the operations or whatever? Uh, they're probably going to tell you, I recommend that you learn it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Because one of the one of the issues, or one of the issues that you run into, if you take somebody else's uh, TSM strings, and you don't understand what's going on in the string, if you have no idea what would you just put into your TSM, uh, along the lines of making gold, you might make a mistake. You might post something for way too low, and you might lose some gold. We obviously don't want that happening. Well, none of us do. So that that's why uh, a lot of the time that's the case. Indeed. Uh, on the tradeschoolmaster.com website, you can find any kind of info about the price sources, uh, tool tips, uh, settings, uh, updates. I'm even working on a uh, guide uh, for tradeschoolmaster. It's still not finished, but it it's a lot of work. And I want to do so many things on my website. So are you going to do any series about tradeschoolmaster on your uh, YouTube channel? I have been talking about making... A, uh, a TSM small video series for such a long time um, and I really 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 want to get into it but it's so hard deciding for me what to focus on first mm -hmm. and it's a it's a very com complex thing and I want to make sure it's good yeah. uh, it's it's uh it's, it's that perfectionist way of thinking I want it to be perfect but I know I can't make it perfect and then I keep putting it off <laughs> yeah. so yeah no I, I I I will at some point for sure yeah, uh, yeah I really it. want to it's fun, and I think uh, what I what I notice mostly from my coaching sessions, 
is the result. Yeah. Um, I see what people are doing. I explained to them what they could change, why they should change it. Um, and then you see them working and thinking about it. And then that, that the coming days, then you get like a message from, oh, dude, really perfect what you said to me. Or that, that this crafting, the cell crafting system is like for somebody I'm teaching at the moment, it's very new for him. And like a whole new world opened up for him. And that's so cool to yeah, experience yeah, yeah. that. It's also like it's trying to get into the mindset of of learning PSM yeah. yourself. Riding a bike, it's, right. it's literally we're learning riding the bike. Yeah, yeah. So guys, we finally uh, are at the uh, last subject, the main subject actually of the podcast. Very exciting stuff. Very excited, and uh, we're gonna talk about Tresco Master. But before we're gonna do that, uh, we have of course our guest. It's, it's a little bit a special guest actually. It was unannounced. Uh, last minute thing, uh, we have the one and only support manager of Tresco Master. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Gumdrops. Hey guys, <laughs> thanks for the warm welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, we wanted to give you a warm welcome because we haven't heard your voice for a long time. Uh, so yeah, that's very true. It's been so long. It's been so long. Let's start. Um, the first question is, what is, and you can, I think you can answer it perfectly, what is the add-on Trade Skill Master? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, I've been trying to figure out how to use it for a long time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Trade Skill Master is um, uh, a World of Warcraft auction house add-on suite, and hopefully the listeners of this podcast are familiar with that at least. Um, but it helps you kind of um, execute your gold-making strategies, whether that's um, buying and selling items or crafting items or uh, destroying items with vendor shuffles and things like that. Um, it kind of takes your gold making to the next level in World of Warcraft. Is it, is it an add-on you would say like uh, to start with? Like is it the add-on to start with or would you recommend to start first with a with a bit more gold making or a more simpler add-on before you start with Trade School Master? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say start with a, a more simple add-on. It's more about having a strategy in mind of what you want to do to make gold. Um, Tradeskill Master doesn't really print money for you. You have to kind of have an idea of how you want to approach um, gold mm -hmm. making. Um, so whether it's something like you have a profession, like enchanting, you can say, okay, on, on a raid night, I'll log in and I'll craft 10 enchants. But you might be doing that manually. Um, and Tradeskill Master kind of helps you identify which enchants to make um, and how much it costs you to make them and make sure that you sell them at a profit. Okay. Yeah, perfect. It's like, I always say it's like an extension on your former gold making. Yeah, something like that. So you, you can kind of say that it's actually the money printing machine. You just need to learn how to use it. Yeah, I'd say that. Um, you kind of have to configure it to print the money. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Wait, wait, there's no golden button? Like auto gold button? That comes with a TSM Platinum Edition. Or breaking the TOS. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that, though. No, no, no. Don't say that, Sen. What? I mean, listen. <laughs> you be, next week, like, Tradesco Master is closed. Nobody can download it anymore. Because Sensor will send no, something to Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, and... Um, it's been downloaded, like, if I check in the Curse website at the moment, it has been downloaded for almost 30 million times. But I don't think that's the exact amount, because you can also download it on the tradescomaster.com website, right? 
Yeah, that's very true. Uh, and we actually recommend once you do have the TSM add-ons um, is to use the, the Tradeskill Master application itself to, to manage the add-on updates. So it, yeah. for those who are actively using Tradeskill Master, the, the downloads may not count towards uh, the case download count. And additionally, um, we obviously used to have all of the old um, separate modules for Tradeskill Master 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, and those download counts uh, are still up there somewhere. So maybe we do actually have more than 30 million, maybe 40 million at this point uh, over the years. But it's very good to see that uh, it's still still up there as a popular add-on. Do you have any, any info about that? How many it's been downloaded from the TradeskillMaster.com website? Um, I don't actually have any numbers on that side. Um if I did, I probably wouldn't be able to share them anyway. Uh, but no, I don't have uh, don't have specifics on that. Is this uh, so? Is Shadowlands the most popular expansion for Trade is Trade Skill Master? Has it ever been this popular, or is it like like is it at its peak? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that's kind of reflected with the player base in WoW as well. Um, it's it's a very busy time. I'm I'm not sure if any any of you guys. Um, checked out the blizzard earnings call or the activision blizzard earning calls recently and oh, yeah. said that they've had um year-on-year -year growth for the last six um uh, quarters or sections or whatever they, they referenced in terms of wow players so it's busier than ever in game and it's busier than ever with trade skill master um with regards to people using the desktop application and uh, using that add-on to to manage and post their auctions and, and that kind of thing it's a beautiful thing it's great, absolutely. Yeah, it started in the the, the date. It says here it started in two thousand ten, but I know from I think it was from you, Gumdrops. The story was Sapu started with an Excel sheet or something like that, and then made it out to an add-on. What's the story behind it? Yeah, so from what I remember, um, Sapu started it as uh, an add-on to manage his enchanting. Um, he didn't have anything available at the time to to do that kind of thing. Uh, so there was an add-on he made uh, and another separate add-on that uh, did something similar. Uh, he kind of merged them together when the, the other one was abandoned. Uh, the add-on developer stopped updating it uh, and he thought it was a useful thing. So he kind of picked it up uh, and it evolved from there basically to, to what it is today. Can we say it's, it's, it's now a full company? Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Um, there's there's people on the team that are working. I don't think anybody's full time, but there's definitely people on the team that are dedicating lots of time to to Trade Skill Master, uh, and it's been growing um, for for the duties and tasks and skills that we might need at any time. Like we we've brought on uh, data analysts and we've brought on designers and web developers and backend developers and. Uh, and even myself uh, as part of the team to manage the community and, and do all of the support. So there's a lot that goes into uh, running and the upkeep of Trade Skill Master itself. It's actually really interesting because I've always been, uh, it's it's been an in interesting little journey looking at how Trade Skill Master has been, been growing, but it's, it's mostly from the outside. It's almost impossible to see what what like goes on, and and to think about the fact that at Anon and Anon has like a small company is is pretty cool. 
Yeah, and it, it allows the team to kind of do things that wouldn't necessarily be possible for, for other add-on developers. Um, mm -hmm. We are definitely very fortunate and lucky to, to be able to support the number of people that we do um, to contribute to, to the the long-term goals of the add-on and the and the even the website and the, the whole group um but yeah the if there's something that we need to do like have some kind of tool um or server infrastructure and, and uh, bandwidth and that kind of thing we can kind of reinvest in in the, in the team and the in the add-on itself well the, the, talking about the team who are at the moment the guys in the team or and the girls maybe um, so we've got Sapu, who is the uh, founder and lead developer. Um, then we have Muffin, who is probably the oldest, the second oldest team member in terms of how long they've been working on on the project. Uh, he manages all of the the back end infrastructure, uh, and he built all of the code that generates all of your market values and region market values and stuff. Um, we recently brought on a guy called Magurikin, who developed the uh, Trade Skill Master Ledger. He uh, started making gold and didn't have any means to analyze all of his accounting data. So he built a tool for himself and we thought it was really cool. So we brought it in in-house and he does, he's now part of the TSM team. Um, we also have Recyke, uh, who was one of the other um, senior developers on the project. He also manages and builds um, Recount. And I think another big add-on, which I forget the name of, which I think you'll be upset about, um, we also have SigSig. He is the front-end web developer. Um, and more recently, we brought on two new guys who built the Nexus Hub for Classic WoW. And they're going to be working on um, revamping our new Trade Skill Master website, which I don't think we've talked about anywhere before. Ooh. Oh, that's very exciting. Absolutely. Exclusive information. Tell us something about it. What, what's going to happen? What, what are the plans? I mean, the... There's, there's so many things that we've wanted to do for a long time. Um, like? Uh, well, on a simple level, just make the site a little bit more functional and have more reasons to visit the site so you could look up more information about what you've been doing in-game. Um, not kind of like ledger-level analytics, but more like uh, managing your groups maybe, um, doing things on the website that you can then follow up with in-game or vice versa. If you do things in the game, you can manage it on the website. Um, also more like price tracking things. Um, if you're looking at an item page on the website, uh, the information is pretty rudimentary. So you could have kind of heat maps of when things are posted and price charts and things like that. I think a lot of Ooh. improvement could be done there. Yeah, price charts, man. Uh, if you talk about that, I get like goosebumps. And, uh, yeah, and those yeah. are things I would like to see. Um, the thing, and that's that's actually a, a request from me. Um, I see lately more and more people talking on the Reddit, on other sites, uh, social media, talking about flipping on multiple servers. Yes. Uh, what I would love to see in Transcomas is like uh, now in the ledger, the web ledger, I use it a lot. But I would love to see, like, I can, uh, like, uh, compare my servers. Like, that server they making that much gold. That server making that much gold, and he's selling more than that uh, one. And is there maybe a possibility we can see that in the future? Like, it's it's a new way of gold making, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, anything is possible given time and resources. Um, but that's kind of a cop out answer. Uh, it's certainly something that we want to um, work towards. Um, it just depends on priorities of other things and 
whether other features and other aspects of both the ledger and uh, the the main TSM website could bring possibly more value to more people. Um, but yeah, th- there's tons and tons of things on the list, and the the kind of sky is the limit in terms of what we could do. Yeah, uh, I don't think we'll ever run out of ideas or features that could be cool to do with Trade Skill Master. Yeah, and uh, for the listeners, we're going to put in the description the links to the ledger and, of course, Tragical Master, so you can read all about it. And, of course, the Twitter uh, of Gumdrop, so you can follow him, annoy him, and uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, there's one thing more I want to ask you. What's up with TSM.guide? Wow. I purchased a domain. Um, I forget why I was searching for domains, but I saw that there was a... Um, a dot guide domain that you could purchase. Um, so I was searching for that, and I saw that tsm.guide was available. Um, and I think more generally, I was kind of annoyed with a couple of posts on the Vow Economy subreddit uh, that claimed to be providing some insight or guides on how to set up Trade Skill Master, but they weren't very good or kind of recommending bad habits or, or things like that. So yeah. I thought, why not kind of um, flesh out a more professional looking, um, not so much a guide, but more of a course, almost like Skillshare or something where you've got a series of videos where you can work your way through them. Um, but they're more legit Ooh. and they're, they're kind of um, set up in a way that anybody can access them to maybe maybe collaborations with content creators maybe 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 yeah that's certainly possible um but what i wanted to kind of um start thinking about is a, a kind of masterclass sort of thing not just a kind of a five minute youtube thing but something more substantial and more um evergreen so it would always be relevant it's not something that's tied to a specific expansion or a specific um, like configurations inside the add-on, but more general, this is what Tradeskill Master is, this is what you can get out of it, and this is how you would think about setting it up, not like specific configurations, if that makes sense. Yeah, so te- teaching people how to use the tools to be able to fix the machine. Yeah, teach, teaching people to fish, basically. Yeah, okay. I see. I mean, that's honestly, that that's, sounds very exciting. I'd be, I'd be very interested to have that, ha- ha- have like a... Uh, more official TSM guide that everybody can 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 follow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a baseline thing. That's yeah, that's good. That that's exciting. It's exciting stuff. That's more exclusive stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, getting all to, into all those. That's good. I saw a message um, that Trace Gamas is has never had so much traffic ever before. Uh, like uh, like the data. Is that still going on? Is it still growing that amount? Yeah, as I was saying before, it's kind of we're still in a situation after the Shadows Shadowlands launch that um, we have record numbers of users for the Tradeskill Master application. Um, and the, the, the main reason why it might be slow to log in or um, to to get connected and things is just our backend infrastructure wasn't ever really designed to scale up uh, in the way that it needs to, to to meet the demand of everybody using the application. Um, so what we need to do basically is to rebuild the, the backend architecture, which is not a simple thing. Um, and that was one of the reasons why we, we um, made the API unavailable on a short-term basis. The short-term is turning more into longer-term basis. Uh, just because the, the, there's so much uh, traffic coming onto uh, the TSM servers. 
Um, but we will likely need to, um, as part of the rebuild, is to launch a new API, uh, which will be better suited for more traffic, basically. So that's to come. That's what's being worked on uh, in conjunction with uh, TSM 4.11, the, the new add-on version. So expect some, some more news very soon. So before we're going to start to 4.11, if you're a listener and you're a user of Tracycle Master and you haven't paid your token for a long time, go to the website, get a subscription for half a year or a full year. It's way less than, your, than, than you should pay for a token. And not only that, you're helping these guys out. These guys use their time, their resources, uh, even their... The, you have to pay for a website. You have to pay for uh, for data. They have to pay. Help them out. Subscribe. It's cheaper than your token in a year. And we'll put the link as well in the description of the YouTube website. So 4.11, there's, uh, there's a lot of people excited about the, the three different things that were posted on that specific tweet that I remember seeing. Um, and people's interests are very different. And uh, when it comes to me specifically, I uh, saw custom themes and I was like, okay, how extensive, how, how complex is that sentence? I'm, I'm interested in, so when, when custom themes, is it, is it going to be, you can move way more things around on your own, or is it just, you know, more colors? Or you can put pictures into your TSM or what it what do you have any information on that? And we have disco lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um more about the the different colors uh of the TSM windows and UIs. So there's there's I think there's half a dozen, uh maybe a couple more um uh, sections, not sections, but uh different options that you can apply a specific color to. Um, and that can be um, exported and imported, so you can share the the color selections that you've picked with a friend, or put them up on on a blog or, or wherever okay. wherever you might like. Um, but it, it's just more control of the coloring of all of the TSM windows. That's pretty good. It's also just uh, something I, I I really enjoy is a lot of customization options, right? Right. So it's it's obviously that is a good thing, but. I, I would be very excited to see uh to, to, to see more more options into being being able to make TSM your own thing. Right? Do 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 you understand like what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That would be really cool. I don't know if you have any plans for that, but we did take some steps towards that regarding um uh resizing the tables. I like got the auction mm-hmm. house and then the crafting window. Um and I think one of the things uh planned for a not too distant update would be uh, being able to reorder the columns in the tables. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you if you have more interest in a specific piece of information, you can move that to the left of the of the of the table, or you can move it off to the right hand side if you're not as interested in it. But de- yeah. definitely more customization where it's feasible and possible to do so is something we we always try and work towards. That's good. That's good. That, that's what I'm really interested in. I missed something in the tweet you tweeted out with uh, the upcoming futures of 4.11 because not long before that you were talking about a value price, a short value price for three days market value. Are we going to see that in 4.11? Uh, probably not in 4.11, um, mostly because that's a lot of lot more back-end work than it is add-on work. Um, okay. So our priority for that aspect is to to get the 
new uh, architecture uh, kind of deployed and make it so that people can connect to the TSM desktop application whenever they want to, rather than whenever it's possible. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's something we'd like to do uh, in terms of new pricing, because um, I think a lot of people have given some some good feedback on that. So that's uh that's like a new API kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah, so we'd need to kind of set up everything to calculate that number um, yeah. and then make it available through the desktop app uh, and in-game. But it would basically be um, market value as it is today, which is over 14 days and waited a little bit for the most recent three days of data, but then condensed down to three days. So that three days wait would then be like, I don't know, 12 hours or something. So it's kind of a really short-term snapshot of market value instead of a 14-day average. Yeah, I would love to see that because I'm already having ideas on how to put it in crafting because it's it, because there's so many more gold makers now. The prices are way more dynamic than before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with, with, with a price source like that, it, it, it's very important. Uh, there was... a couple of uh, problems with uh, bonus ideas if i'm correct with uh, the armor and the, the 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 other parts from shadowlands yes is that problem solved it's solved in that it's we've got a workaround um there's still no documentation available from blizzard with how the the bonus id system works for their items in game so an item might have its own id but then there's maybe 12 to 15 bonus IDs associated with the item that determine wow. whether it has a different eye level, whether it's epic, whether it's got any flavor text on it, what the stats are, uh, whether it has a socket, all that kind of thing. So we had to literally spend um, dozens of hours kind of reverse engineering what these bonus, I bonus IDs did on these items and understand if we could ignore them, whether they actually... Um, had more than one value so asap you said he found one instance where if you've removed the bonus id from one item it would give um like an epic raid status to another item and give it some random stats so yeah we had to understand what these bonus ids did uh, and then determine whether we could ignore them or whether we could map them to something else uh when it comes to like the legendary uh base items and the different ranks so that's yeah. we 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 have a workaround for that in in four point eleven, whereby TSM can recognise between the different um, different variations of those items. Yeah, no wonder it took you guys so long to figure this out. Of course, then yeah, that makes sense. Blizzard making it incredibly hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No thanks to Blizzard for sure. Yeah. Do you think they did it on purpose? I mean, they implemented something that worked for them. I don't think they had any reason or um, mandate to, to implement something that would be usable by the community add-on uh, developers. Uh, so I don't really hold anything against them, but it would be nice for them to say, hey, we know that you're trying to use this system or to get your add-on to accommodate it. Here's some information that you might find helpful, but we haven't heard anything from them. Why I ask that question is because I have a feeling Blizzard is like pushing a little bit the, the, the gold making add-ons a little bit on the side. Like, guys, chill out. Uh, things are not working as planned. Uh, we're seeing a lot of negative things on, on on the economy. That's why I'm thinking like maybe they're like, okay, 
guys, uh, we're not going to show you these ideas because we don't want to make it simple for gold makers to just craft and put it out and like uh, easy gold making way. Yeah, I, I can see that a little bit, especially when they introduced like the uh, the cancel scan throttling. Um, we'd still never heard anything back from Blizzard about that situation, uh, even though we reached out through kind of um, official channels and unofficial channels, uh, but we didn't get anything back from them for that either. Um, but they're in a position where if they're not happy with something, they can just break it overnight. And there's many times where there's people join the community and say, is Trade Skill Master legit? Am I going to get banned for using it? Um, but the fact that it has been around for over a decade now, and we do have um, Blizzard staff who are users of it and have premium subscriptions, and uh, we have had uh, direct contact with them for specific development needs, not just kind of community related things. Um, they are well aware of Trade Master, obviously. Um, so if they did ever have a problem with it, they can just break it by changing how the add on infrastructure works on their side for sure. Yeah, so Ian, uh, as he cost us, if you're listening, uh, just contact Sapu or Gonzo. <laughs> it's uh, oh, sorry. Come on. <laughs> Anything else we can expect in 4.11? Smaller things, yeah, as well as the custom themes, we are planning to include an option for which font you have uh, in the add-on. That's Um, very nice. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think we're going to be allowing um, the addition of custom fonts, um, but certainly from a set of maybe three or four or something like that, um, just to have a different styling of of the TSM add-on. Um, and the other thing which um, is going to be new for us is uh, providing support for the Korean and the Taiwan uh, auction houses and pricing data for those regions. So we might have uh, a new wow. influx of, of community members from, from new regions uh, and new add-on users uh, in these new regions. So that would be pretty cool for us as well. That is a huge step. I think you have to gonna need to expand sooner or later with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll be looking for um, somebody to help localize the Trade Skill Master add-on, and not just those languages, but also the European languages that um, World of Warcraft itself supports. Um, somebody very mm-hmm. helpfully contributed a bunch of translations for French at the end of last year, um, but we would certainly be looking for other languages like Italian, German, Russian. Um, yeah, absolutely. So... If people are listening now and they're like, oh, wait, maybe I can help out. How can they contact yeah, you? Yeah, they can um, send an email to admin at tradeskillmaster.com um, or they can contact me directly through the uh, the Discord server, uh, discord.gg slash wowconomy. Um, we put a link as well from that in the description. Even though my status is no support via DM, just to fend off some of the standard support questions, if you're contacting about any localization or anything like that, uh, just feel free to send me a private message. Um, any beta that's going to be released for 4.11? Um, maybe. Maybe not. More news on that soon. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that something you do know? or It's being tell? discussed at the moment. We would like to start doing more um, beta testing um, for not just major updates of the add-on like we did with 4.10, um, but just kind of more frequent beta windows for people to participate and, and give some feedback. I think it would be very, very exciting if you did like a return um, did like a return feature for the WoW Economy uh, weekly blog post on, on WoWhead. 
together with Samadin as like a special Ooh. edition yeah. special edition episode together with him on stream or something. Is that something you potentially maybe would do? That sounds interesting. Because it, it, it'd be fun for like a milestone or something. I, I feel a lot of the community would be very excited to see that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good to me. I think um, maybe tying that in with uh, kind of a trade skill master release or some mm -hmm. news or something like that would be That's cool. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Uh, and uh, we decided you come back when 4.11 gets released. We want you back on the show. We want to talk about, of course, more stuff about 4.11. Uh, that that's the thing we want to do. Yeah, well. absolutely. If you're upward, well, we <laughs> I'm getting no, told. You have no, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think that's uh, that's it for the show. Um, Gumdrops, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Gumdrops EU. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to contact at Gumdrops, who has not used Twitter for many many years. Um, and also on Reddit, on the Wow Economy subreddit, um, and on Discord, Wow Economy Discord server. I'm pretty much around all the time. Um, happy to help out with any trade school master questions. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, we put all the info in the description as well, so you can all uh, check it out on the YouTube channel, also on the Spotify channel. But there will not be that much info. Um, yeah. Next week. Who do we have it's next week? Very exciting stuff. Uh, we have Hecons coming up as uh, next week. Next week's guest is it's a two week two week guest special. It's, it's nice. It's fun. Woo. Yeah, yeah. What we're going to talk about? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, upcoming news around B uh, BlizzCon or BlizzCon Line, yep. as they they call it. Um, that that's going to be very very exciting. And then obviously, uh, cross server economy flipping everything that Hecons yep. does is going to be very good. Very good. Gumdrops, we want to thank you for joining this uh, fifth episode. Uh, yeah, I hope you liked you. it. And hope Absolutely, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Great, great. Thank you. Um, guys, thank you for the episode. Sam, your last words? Uh, I like cake. I like... Liquid cheese, I've heard. A milkshake cheese. Please, no. <laughs> yes, sounds smelly. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Thank you. See you next time, episode six, next Saturday. And uh, see, ya. see ya. Bye.